Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon, your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. All right, welcome to Organize with Grace. I am Grace, your host, and I am excited to introduce to you my very first podcast guest, Kelly Gooch. Now, I found Kelly online when I thought I wanted to be a blogger. I read her article that she wrote called Confessions of a Midlife Mom, and um, I'll include that in the podcast notes. And mind you, I was just Googling random terms to gain some wisdom and insight about this thing called midlife as I'm trying to start a blog, podcast, etc. I was scattered everywhere. Then I got up the courage to email her just to try to connect. And then um, I've not ever made cold calls like this, so I was nervous. But she was so gracious and replied, and the rest is history. And she not only became a mentor and coach, but a friend even from afar with the virtual within the virtual space that we all happen to be in nowadays. <laughs> And I asked her to be on Organize with Grace, to be the first working mom I interview, because she's a wonderful example, I believe, of what it looks like to be able to balance it all. And I hope that you're encouraged with my conversation with Kelly, and I know that you will come away with nuggets of great life lessons coming from this amazing woman. And so let me read you before I start with her, my interview, my conversation with her. Let me read you a little bit about her. Kelly Gooch is a licensed mental health therapist and nationally recognized writer. She's a mom to a daughter with, dual with a dual diagnosis of autism and Down syndrome. In her free time, she enjoys learning about astrophysics with her seven-year-old daughter and stock watching with her husband. Her most popular book, Watering the Soul, in a 91-day journal for caregivers, was written after a random trip with seven strangers who are writers and are now the best of friends. So Kelly, thank you so much for being here. I'm so honored to be talking to you today. Yay! This is so exciting. Thank you for having me. Oh my word, it's such an honor. Such an honor. <laughs> And this is going to be, I think it's going to be so much fun. And because this show oh, yeah. is for working moms like us trying to just get it together, you know, in this oh, yeah. life, Oh yeah, we'll be getting into the, you know, day in yes. the life. What I wanted to get into, into with you is the day in the life of a creative mom with all mm -hmm. the daily shenanigans of life. Whenever you use that word in, in the, yeah. you know, when you, you, you and I text one another, <laughs> I just crack up because it just right. encapsulates what our life is as you know as working moms right oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> every day 
every day. So I love it. I, I um, yeah. I hope my introduction was, you know, good enough. But I wanted you to tell uh, us yeah. about yourself and your story and whatever you want to say. <laughs> Oh my word. I just, you hit the nail on the head when you said balance, because um, last year was definitely a year of the balance for me. Um, you know, I started writing about five or six years ago, just dabbling in the, you know, um, blogging, just started. I was like, I started, I was like, Hey, I want to do that. You know, um, having a child with Down syndrome, I was like, you know, I, I kind of want to write about it and hopefully help others and started. And so it started, uh, it kind of started off like that. Um, just kind of sharing, like you said, a day in the life, like what's going on, like, because people really don't know. Unless you've been like a full-time caregiver, you don't really know how it is. And I think sometimes um, people can take for granted, like you just assume things, but it's not that way. And so I really just wanted to show like the ins and out of what it means to be a caregiver, caregiver. And along that line, you know, I kept writing and then um, got these just wonderful opportunities to just share. I was like, okay, somebody wants to read besides my husband and my sister. And so, um, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And, um, I got, you know, during that time I got to write for scary mommy and the today show. And it's just been such a big blessing that people have been so receptive to what I've written. And, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I was like, um, a year ago. In the meantime, though, my mother became more sick. And that's when the balance um, came in. And maybe we can talk about that a little bit more about rearranging those priorities and how things can just kind of switch in an instant and how you have to like adjust with life and just figure out, you know, the things that are most important. So, yeah, um, I'm just so excited for you, like seeing your growth. That's amazing. Like, yeah, we have so much to talk about because... (laughs) I think we've both been searching for balance for like a year and a half. Like like both of us have been on this journey uh, full of shenanigans, but you know, I wouldn't change it for anything. (laughs) Yes. And what I love about, um, what I love about watching, um, having a chance to, to watch your, your life really. I mean, it from afar is that just how you're able to, to, to gracefully, graciously handle it. And I want to just kind of get some ideas of, you know, how, how are you able to, to kind of not do it all necessarily, but how, how do you get everything covered? How do you get everyone taken care of with just you as one? (laughs) Yeah, we feel like that a lot, don't we? And I think um, 2020, besides COVID, just, you know, Cause that's enough for everyone. But I think between 2019 and 2020 was the year of reckoning for me where I really had to stop and reassess um, priorities because you can't do it all. Um, literally you just cannot. And being a caretaker, because of course my daughter turned 18 in 2020 and for our children with disabilities, that is a huge year because you have to start planning. And that meant, okay, it's time to start going for, for in, in our situation, the best circumstance was conservatorship, you know, because my, my daughter cannot, you know, she's nonverbal. And so um, she's considered, you know, multiple disabled, like she has different things going on. And so it wasn't just a simplistic, oh, she turns 18, go off to college, you know, here's some scholarships and bye-bye. No, <laughs> honestly, the hard work starts now because I feel like, when your child is younger, you kind of have like the public school system 
especially if you have a great school system like we did, to kind of be there as your support. But once they turn 18, of course, my daughter is still in school, but things are different. And so you really, it's kind of like an eye opener that you really have to say, hey, I have got to start planning because she is officially an adult. And so we went through like five months of trying to do um, conservatorship, which I mean, it depends on the state that you live in for our, like other people have said, hey, I just went down to the courthouse, filed some papers and it was done. It was not that way for us. It was not that easy. And of course I wanted to done right. And so I mm-hmm. went through several months of that. And then just other things like now that she's 18, Medicaid and health insurance. And, you know, we're trying to um, get together a special needs trust for her. So all these things come into play and I just could not do it all. And then in between that, my mother, you know, had a diagnosis of Alzheimer's several years ago and she started to, to decline. And then I had to think about her and trying to help take care of her and not including a husband and a seven year old. And like I said, 2019 and 2020 were, were years of balance learning. OK, what are my priorities? Because you cannot do everything thing and it's a hard thing and I know if you notice if you look up my my website it was kellyhuge.com it's not there anymore because I chose my family this year I'd I'd done straight blogging now not not (laughs) to forget about my full-time job I love that though yeah I I was working a full-time day job Mm -hmm. I was also contracting with um, a marketing agency as well as doing my own blog and I told my husband we have I have to stop I'm choosing my family. I have a seven-year-old and I need time for her. My mother is getting older. I have to put my priorities um, straight. And so, yeah, if you go to that site, it's not there right now. It's not permanent, but for now, it's what I, I need it. And I hope other moms know that sometimes it's okay to say no. And I've also learned that what your family looks like doesn't have to, like we compare all the time. We do it subconsciously. Yeah, we do it subconsciously. And you look, oh, I'm doing this for my family, especially Facebook page. Yeah, I mean, Facebook, you know, if you go scroll through Facebook and oh, my word, you know, it's like (laughs) glitter and roses. Yeah, Yeah. it will never end if you continue to do that comparison with others. Absolutely. And so I want other moms to know that it's okay not to compare if your family does not look like everybody else. And I had to, you know, it it wasn't an easy thing to come to accept Mm -hmm. that we may not be able to do everything that a a normal or typical family can do. But um, it's just like, you know, like I said, just not comparing and figuring out what works for you and what's going to be best for your family. So yeah, I love that Kelly, especially when you simply it's the priorities. Yeah, you know, we thinking about and really sitting down and being Mm -hmm. honest with yourself and not just being honest, but I feel that you have really taken that, um, that time to choose, right? Sometimes we have to make those choices. Oh yeah. Um, and Mm -hmm. you are choosing your family. That's so, that's such a strong statement and I really commend you for that. And I just thank you for what you've you've shared so far. And so how has it been these days since, you know, since choosing (laughs) the fam? 
I know, right? It was nice to just enjoy like the snow blizzard. Of course, thank goodness we weren't like Texas, but we did get like a snowstorm that lasted a week and it was nice to go out and make snow angels and not have to worry about anything else, you know, and just make those memories and have the time to make those memories and, you know, to be able to read a few books to, you know, just take care of yourself, you know, and um, especially with, you know, I mentioned my mother, her just getting older and um, her symptoms worsening to appreciate the time that I have with her and, you know, to go through that grieving process. Cause I don't know if um, you've ever dealt with someone with Alzheimer's, you know, it is a very um, lots of stages of grief, you know, because you go through the anger, the denial, but the person's different, but they're still there. And so, yeah, I needed time for that as well. And so I know my mom would understand, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, because she was always excited and proud and she, you know, shared everything that I ever wrote. And so, but I told my husband, you know, I'm going to put it on hold, you know, I'll be back. But, um, yeah. And, you know, it goes back to that midlife thing too. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Tell me more. I know, right? Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know how when you're in college or, you know, when you were younger and you read about midlife, ooh, that seems far away. (laughs) Blink your eyes and lo and behold, you're in between taking care of littles. Well, in my case, you know, I had Ella when I was older, but you're taking care of children and then your parents, you know? Right. And so it happens. And so (laughs) it's definitely not, you know, like I said, when you're younger, you just don't really think about that. But when it happens, you know, you kind of have to do some adulting and make those priorities. So, yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's, and that is so, I mean, I don't know what else to add to that. That's (laughs) like, you know, and I just, I just thank you because the, a lot of times we think that, you know, we feel somebody once another professional organizer was saying this and it really resonated with me is when you're trying to get some, get it together, there's no such thing as being behind. You know, there, yeah, absolutely. and I think the comparison kind of um, highlights that for us, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm behind with this or, mm-hmm. oh, they're, they're doing what oh, yeah. um, this and I feel like I'm back here. And like you said, that, yes. you know, acceptance of, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm hearing an echo. I wonder why, but, but that acceptance of the fact that, you know, you said embracing what's the difference embracing what's different, you know, embracing what is, um, Mm -hmm. what is, how about that? And embracing what is with, with our life. Mm -hmm. And, um, yes. And that's a hard thing to do. mm -hmm. It is, it is. And yeah, it can be a very hard thing, difficult. mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And, you know, any, any tips that you want to share with, because my, my audience is, is working, Mm -hmm. like I said, working moms that, you know, just want something, Mm -hmm. not Pinterest perfect. We just want something functional that we Mm -hmm. can, you know, do in our Mm -hmm. lives and and follow a system so that we can keep it together and not fall apart Mm -hmm. really, you know, and um, and from someone like you who, you know, we, I, you're, um, there's a, there's a term, you know, sandwich generation, which 
you know, you, mm-hmm. you are yeah. uh, a part of taking care of an, um, yeah. a, a parent at the same time, taking care of your own kiddos. And, you know, what, mm-hmm. what can you encourage, um, parent, uh, working moms that are in that role? I think, um, of course, just taking, and I know it's so cliche, take some time for yourself and you're like, when, um, <laughs> So I'm the queen of that. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book was because it's not always easy to have those alone moments. Again, you know, we have a complex child. Well, if we want to go somewhere, we have to get like a CNA to sit with her. And I know there are many parents out there who don't have the ease of just or the gift of just going out on a whim. And so you have to find subtle ways. You have to find and keep your sanity whatever you have to do to do that and don't lose yourself in the process, you know, doing things that bring you joy and especially peace, definitely peace, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, sitting in the car in target, that's one of my things. And just looking at the store, like, okay, I'm going to stick to my budget, but it's so pretty, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hear you. And so whether it's telling, you know, your husband, hey, I have to go to the store um, and staying longer, you know, Um, and especially for um, our budget people, finding things that don't cost a lot of money to do, whether Mm -hmm. it's going outside um, and sometimes even hard, you know, to do exercise, because, again, you have to get a babysitter for that. If you're, you know, especially if you're not married or you don't have family, but even if it's just going outside and standing or reading a book, or watching your favorite movie, finding something that you love, and that brings brings you peace, whether it's, you know, reading the Bible, praying, whatever you have to do to keep that peace, and to stay grounded. I think that's the biggest yes. advice I can give moms, and to, again, <laughs> don't be afraid of saying no. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> yes, and that leads me to I, I'm sure you've experienced it at one point or another, and all of us do, is that whole thing, this was going to be another podcast episode, but maybe this mm-hmm. is something that you and I can and talk about is this mm-hmm. mom guilt thing. Yeah. Is it real? Oh, yeah. Is it something that just we just have to live with, or can we get rid of it? You know, with all the... With oh, all my goodness. Going on. Oh, my word. Yeah, like... You feel guilty because your kids don't have on like $100 shoes, but they choose the light up shoes. Dude, no, she likes these light up shoes. We're going to get these and we're going to keep it moving. You know, right? and those type of situations where you like, and it's something so simple where you suddenly compare, oh my gosh, my kid had this project. Their poster <laughs> looks a mess, but still it's the intent. You know, you did a good job, mom. And hopefully some mom hears this and knows that, hey, you know, you're doing a good job. You know, Mm -hmm. you fed the kids what? Okay, it was mac and cheese. Don't you dare let any mom guilt you because it's processed. Your kid is fed. You're a good mom. Let me tell you. And so I think, you know, (laughs) again, just like, you know, not comparing and knowing those priorities, you know. And especially knowing like what area you are gifted in. If you're not the Pinterest mom, that is okay. You don't have to be this, this, or I should say not Pinterest, the Instagram mom. Oh, yeah. These beautiful shades. <laughs> it's so perfect, but it is so, so not reality. 
No, okay. it's not. And I love my conversation with you right now because we are discussing reality. We are talking about real life things and yeah. un, almost unedited, right? That, you know, right. That, like, that we go through. <laughs> and I don't plan to do it's a whole lot of like- editing with this because it's like wonderful. I, I love the way our conversation is going. <laughs> It's definitely. I'm just. I'm just glad that none of you know. Neither one of my kids have walked in screaming. You know, so screaming or yelling or singing, like they are asking a thousand questions. I already prepped everybody. Hey, you know, I've got a podcast interview. I need you to stay. I had plans to like stay in the closet if things got really bad. <laughs> I'm in so there sometimes. Have any background Kelly. noise. I'm in there sometimes. Don't yes. Worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's favorite place to eat a candy bar is in the closet because if you open the wrapper, everybody comes. Even the husband. Like, can I just have this piece of candy to myself? You know. <laughs> Gosh, I don't want to share. I really don't. Right, and don't make me feel bad about it either. Because yeah. I, don't, I want, I do not want to share. Exactly. Yes. No, I don't. My goodness, I don't want you guys to have a drink of my coffee. I really don't. Like, I didn't make you any, like, this is mine. Okay. Caffeine's mm-hmm. bad for you. Love right. you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Kelly, I wanted funny. to ask a little bit more about, um, and that is, that is hilarious. That is total day, day in the life. But I wanted to ask you about your, oh, yeah. you know, being able to, even though you're taking a little bit of a break from it, like, how did you keep continuing mm-hmm. with your passion, you know, of writing? Um, yeah. And yeah. So tell me more. Yeah, I did. Um, I still have written a few things and um, my goal is to work on a book because another book, because simply because that's just kind of my passion, but right. I know that I need it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you've written things before. Uh, I know you've got a lot of good stuff coming out as well. It is a mental load because you go through, you create and you edit. So even though it's fun, it's still weighty, if that makes sense. It's still yes. heavy. It's still time consuming. And so that is kind of what I needed the the break from. Um, again, you know, just the heavy stuff and just to do it when I wanted to do it instead of feeling obligated to do it like, you know, every, you know, so many articles every month, that kind of thing. Right. So many posts and even with social, social media, just kind of especially... <laughs> Last year, just backing away just a little bit and having the opportunity and the ability to back away because, you know, as you're building a podcast, you know, um, you have to have a presence. Right. And so I needed that time away, you know, from social media as well. But no, I have not, you know, stopped writing. I still had those creative juices, but now I just have, you know, the freedom to write when I want to and then just kind of table it until I'm ready for it. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And speaking of social media, what I started to do, Mm -hmm. and it is, we don't even know that we're so addicted to it until we let Mm -hmm. go of it. And I started to not to delete the apps because I have no self-control. I'll check Mm -hmm. it and Mm -hmm. check it and check it. And so, you know, how have you been able to actively, you know, stay, stay off Mm -hmm. of it? Well, 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 now I didn't all the way stay off of it. Now, Facebook, okay. um, you know, you, you can, yeah, you can, you can type a lot of words on Facebook. And so last year it was just very, um, 
it kind of sucked the soul out of you last year because people were arguing. There's so much discord on Facebook. So yeah. you already know I was on TikTok and that's like fun land. And so, you know, I would get on there and then just stop, you know, or mm-hmm. go watch a movie with the kids or try to find something else to do to stop being on so much because I'm just like you. I would check one time and then I'm checking and then I don't even realize I'm checking. Like I shouldn't be checking when I'm checking out at the grocery store. Yes. <laughs> Come on now. I, I can have patience and engage with someone, but here I am clicking on Facebook. Like, Oh my word. Like this is too much. Yeah. I'm too connected. <laughs> Way too connected. Yeah. And I think that it does you know, little by little, it kind of wears on your, you know, on, on yeah. you mentally too. And cause I don't know about you, but when you've, you've been off for a, for a time and for me, it's every night, like, you know, I just kind of made that a, a standard for my, myself personally, it may or may not work for someone mm-hmm. else. That's okay. But for myself, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be yeah. on it, um, on evenings. And it's, such a it's kind of scary when you like no how how can I not because you know that that addiction thing you know but once I got used to it it's like oh this is so refreshing you know to just you know get off a little Mm -hmm. bit nothing bad Mm -hmm. I I love Mm -hmm. social media you know I love right oh me too I love it and so I'm not (laughs) knocking it yes you gotta limit it I have no (laughs) self-control yeah Oh yeah. I I love a good rabbit hole too. So, (laughs) but yeah, that's a really good tip that you gave. Cut it off at six or or start, you know, only look from this hour to this hour, you know, we have to try that. Yeah. (laughs) Really good tip. It is. um, It's been helpful. It's been helpful for me. Um, So yes. Yeah. I mean, this conversation has been so much fun and I love that you got right into it and just gave us the, the goods of, of how priorities, Mm -hmm. not to do's, but priorities need to happen in life, you know, because those to do that to do list will never end. It will never end. And, and I, and I just, um, I just enjoy, you know, your, um, telling us about your family, about your girls. And, um, and so, um, I would just, I could just talk to you for a long time. Oh <laughs> and you yeah. And I we have those conversation, right? <laughs> oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Lots to talk about. <laughs> Was there anything else you want to share oh, yeah. with our audience? Oh, one last tidbit of a nugget to to share with us I know you've shared so much already that's such wonderful stuff yeah um yeah just to hopefully a mom hears this and just knows that she is amazing and to also always give yourself a little grace give yourself a little grace um just to know that you know everybody messes up everybody makes mistakes but, um, hey, as long as you're trying and doing your best, you're a good mom. And so, you know, try not to get overwhelmed and take it one day at a time. And, you know, you hear people say this moment won't last forever. It won't. The kids will get older. And I see that, you know, because um, we're not having any more kids. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> and so as Ella gets older, you know, it's like, oh, I miss those moments. You know, the little feet moments and the. And the cuddles are less and less. And so, yeah, you do miss those. You really do miss those moments. And so 
if you can, just enjoy the moment that you're in, even when shenanigans are happening. (laughs) (laughs) You will laugh at the shenanigans one day. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you again, Kelly. And it has been fun. And I don't know, when you become a famous writer, I may just have to grab you and uh, put you back on the show. If I still have it, that is. Oh, I'd be so honored. You did such an amazing job. You have such a great gift. Like I looked at your page, like this um, Instagram video that you had done one time and you were organizing. And I was like, oh, but my pantry does Again, comparing. My pantry looks nothing like that. <laughs> I got right? open cereal boxes everywhere. And my daughter's got peanuts spilled at the bottom. So yeah, you're so great at what you do. And I'm glad Thank that you, you are sharing it with the world because your tips help so much, so much. And there you have it, my friend my very first podcast interview episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode and to connect with Kelly. You can find her on Facebook, on her Facebook page, Kelly Gooch Writer. And also, if you found this episode helpful, please leave a quick review so that others can know more about this show and hopefully become subscribers. And for now, have a wonderful day and what a blessing it was to be with you this time. And I hope to meet with you again next time.